This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. This woman, legend, legend, television, actress, screen, all of that. And I am so, so, so proud and happy to have her here today. Ooh, Mary, let me welcome the one and only Miss Jackie. Harry, you welcome. How are you? I am awesome. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You look amazing. All right. Before we get into what you're here to talk about, because you're here to talk about your your new, your latest, your latest. How are you doing? How how are you COVIDing? Some days I'm really cool, you know, because I don't mind being alone. I'm used to it. I know how to, you know, from studying acting and parts, but I don't know how to not, you know, be with people. I, I miss, you know, entertaining and being entertained and just hugging, you know, I miss all the same thing, but most of all, you know, I, I just want everybody to be safe and, and not um, be mean and fighting in the streets, you know, without, you know, without due cause, <laughs> not, not, not over a mask, you know, I don't had, I don't had a couple of mask fights. I'm done with that. Have at you at Costco. at Costco, somebody oh, didn't want to wear a mask and they were to take them down. That's right. But I said after a while, I went, wait a minute, I might lose. So I, I let it go. Yeah. But that was early. That was back in March. I had my first fight at 7 Eleven. Oh, it was great. But, <laughs> you know, but now I don't fight no more because I understand, you know, I understand the frustration. So I just try to be upbeat. And I am. I really am. I know it's going to be all right. In 2021, we're going to be really good. We may not be back to normal, but look, I never would have learned how to do this, this Zoom stuff and all this. You know, I have a friend and he taught me everything and I'm so grateful for it. So good, good has come out of it. You, you've been doing it because you do radio. So I know you're up on everything, you know, but me, I'm my, my, my generation. We like, I don't care. I don't want to do that. I'm in your generation, you know, and let me tell you, it wasn't easy because I do radio. So oh, I'm so, used to, oh, so was you. I'm used to this. Oh, I'm so used to this. Oh, okay. No, no, I was, I, I teach. So they were like, uh, we're going to be doing remote learning. I was like, you know. <laughs> Oh, so it's not just me. No, no, no. I'm not stupid. I'm not a stupid person, but to learn something where you got, but then when you get it, you got it, you know? And it's, right. Your internet crashes, which happened to me, and you go, uh-oh, wait a minute. It's out of your hands. But I didn't know that either. I didn't know well, that. I had to go and invest in this, this thing here that I had to plug into an ethernet cord. I had to learn a whole new language here. I had to go get like a, 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 a thing that I could plug in. So my thing, just because the internet was shaky in the beginning. Uh-huh. Yeah, That's we've had, we've had to learn some new skills, I which is good. To, yeah, and you have to learn patience with it. You know, don't think it's just you. So that's the great thing that's come out of it. I've learned from a whole bunch of new kids. You know, Twitter, they got me on Twitter in 1993. I fought that too. I was like, y'all too nosy. But I see, now I see, you know. You and Dion Warwick, apparently, Miss Dion Warwick is on Twitter now, uh, gathering Whatever. people up. Had to twist her arm, had to wait, had to sing her songs back to her and make her do it. I said, I'll sing all your songs so you get on there. <laughs> did you? Oh, did you? So wait, this is breaking news. So Jackie, Jackie Harry was what brought Miss Dion to the party, because- No, it's a bunch of us now. It takes a village, baby. It takes more than a village in this case, because some people really do not, especially over 60. I'm. Over 50 don't know nothing, but over 60 go, I don't care. I don't need it. I'll pick up the phone. No, you do. Because you don't want to be bothered sometimes, especially now you stay in your day pajamas and your night pajamas. And you put on, <laughs> you put on a top, you know, and look good. But 
I would be glad when they invent something where I could see the whole body because I like seeing, you know, people with their clothes and their shoes and, you know, and if you don't have a show like you do, because you could get a platform and show off, but you don't care about nothing about that. You, you ain't no, worried about that. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, but the shoes though, you know, I bought a whole bunch of shoes in 2019 coming into 2020. And I was like, all right, when I do this thing, I'm aware that I actually made it onto that Ebony list. They were going to have a gala you know, this whole ball, I had hired a stylist, you know, to, to get a gown and everything. And I was like, okay, that's not happening. You know, what thing that you wanted to do this year that you didn't get to do that you missed? Yeah, wearing, wearing my vines, as we call them back in New York, you know, getting fly, stepping out and being with my friends and going to have a couple cocktails and, you know, being with the girls and, and, and the guys and just having a good old time like I like to do, you know, and out here in sunny California, we can sit out and enjoy the weather. Now you go out, ain't nobody out there, nobody to wear nothing for. But I must say I'm having trouble because now when I go out, I don't dress up like I normally do. And you get treated kind of badly. I said, oh, so I got to dress up, you know, <laughs> like who you think is behind this mask? You know, you get your ego gets a little swole. And I went, oh, because I was in New York, which was fun. But you got that mask on everybody equal in New York. Everybody got a mask on. So right. um, I do see the, the inequities and the inequality in, you know, healthcare versus no healthcare versus all of that comes into play with all this stuff. It's a, it's, it's maddening, but it's, a, the tests are extremely helpful. You know, yeah. they're inclusive, but they're extreme. I see what they're saying. It's extremely helpful. Now you are appearing in a new film for the love of Jason, for the love of Jason, you play Patricia. Yeah. Uh, this was pre-COVID that you did this? This is not, this is not pre-COVID. No, this is, this is when we start back to work. This was one of my first jobs coming back, wearing a mask. Honey, the first day on the set, we were talking and I was talking to the young man that plays um, Jason and he fine, child, he fine. And the man, <laughs> the, the, uh, the AD, the assistant director, you know, who gives all the instructions, he came up and put on your mask. I looked at him, I was like, are we going to have to kick his butt? And you know, I didn't say, but I said, he's so rude. Now I'm used to it, you know, so protocols were in place, but it was intrusive. It was like, why are you talking to me? You know, it's like tax, you talking to me, you talking to me. Yes. It was very rude, but now I'm so used to it. I tested maybe 88 times. Um. <laughs> more people, more than me. When you work all week, they test you every other day. Wow. Yes, but That's when they get a vaccine, Professor Hunter, as you, I saw your name. Yeah, I changed it. When the vaccine comes, I'm booking over. Shoot me up. I'm Listen, so I never thought I would be a person that would do it, but I had a doctor that came on the show last week, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and changed my entire. She, black woman, in the in the trial, walked us through every step of it, and I was like, oh, okay, you know. And sometimes it just takes that one thing to shift your, yeah. Absolutely. And we have to enlighten, our, uh, especially, you know, minorities and people of color, you know, black folks, they don't want to take it understandably, but I'll take it for you and let you see what it do. You know, really, because that when we see we all right, you know, once we know, said it's not Tuskegee, it's not like it was. You no, know, no, no, no. Yeah, nobody ain't got no time for being sick at all. It's really a drag. People don't know, you, you call me professor that you used to teach. You yeah. taught at one of the most prestigious high schools in all of New York, Brooklyn Tech. Yes, American history. Did you? Okay. Because this is what, you know, with all mm, Mary and all of that, people, no. you know, and you're hilarious, you know, but you are a heady woman, you know, and I, I think- 
I love history. I love American history, particularly. You know, I'm reading a book now. I, I'm deep, girl. But I I'm know. funny. You know, you, I can see you funny, too. But we can be all things like when President Obama became the president. I said, I know a lot of Obamas, meaning you can be both. You can, you know, we're prolific. But I enjoy teaching young people specifically between, a, you know, the middle school and not no little ones. I don't want to teach no little ones. That's not my forte. But um, I like it when they get it. And history is what we need to connect the dots, you know, because this is not new. Um, this pandemic, there, there's been uh, the plague back in the 19, early 1900s, killed many more people. So people don't relate, you know, as, as well. But I'm understanding a lot more and I'm trying to um, be empathetic. I'm gaining more empathy, though, I hope. <laughs> oh. I'm, doing, I'm going in the opposite direction. And people in, the eight, in 1918 during the Spanish flu wore masks. Like they wore, they were, they were not fighting over masks, they wore them because they. Yeah. See, I feel like we're getting dumber. I think I so. Maybe, maybe Zaro had a reason for wearing that mask. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But no, it's true. They wore them against disease. Absolutely. But it was, it was prolific. They had no penicillin. They had no antibiotics. So they did a lot of that. But oh, let's not get too deep. I don't want to get too deep. Okay. All right. I mean, but I want, <laughs> I want to though. So what are you reading right now? It's a book. Well, I'm reading two books. I'm reading a novel called American Dirt. Now it's controversial in that the author is not Latino. It's about a Latino woman and her family, an immigrant coming to America with her son after her family has been slain, her husband and her other children. And it's not written, by, it's written by a white woman, but it's so good. It's so, but it's a fiction. And then the other one is by Doris Kearns Goodwin, who is a premier historian about um, Lyndon Baines Johnson, LBJ and Amer Abraham Lincoln. And um, LBJ is my favorite president because he signed the Voting Rights Act and the Civil Rights Act in the same year, 1964. And he put them through Congress and, you know, with a handshake. So I liked him. People say, why? I said, because I got my scholarship. I got a lot off that bill. You know, when they passed that, a lot of things went through. A lot of money changed hands because of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King. Definitely, definitely. Doris Kearns Goodwin, I actually sat at a table with her when Ooh. she won her Pulitzer. Yeah, she won a Pulitzer that year, the Daily News. Um, I was on the Pulitzer Prize winning team and we sat at the oh, same table hey, together. Papa. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. I just I just wanted to do, I wanted to flex a little bit. Yes, I'm very oh, familiar with her. Yes, 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 yes. All right. You, you, I'm always fascinated when brilliant people, because there are a lot of brilliant people acting. And there must be some connection with, you know, all of the Yale folk from, you know, Angela Bassett to, to uh, uh, who's my man that's on This Is Us, uh, Sterling K. Brown, you know, all, all of the Yale folk and, and people like you. What is it about acting that makes that make sense? Well, we all, um, if you look at the, the pe people you mentioned specifically, but a lot, we come from um, metropolitan areas. Now, I'm originally from New York City. Uh, I was raised there, I wasn't born there. I was born in North Carolina, but well, we come from a metropolitan area and I went to schools, you know, the public school system and the, you know, I went to music and art. We were exposed to much more. So I was exposed to acting and training at the programs that were available. There was so many, and they still are. You get your best training in theater in New York and of course in London, but Chicago in, you know, metropolitan areas. So we all have that, you know, that, that sense of it, but we also have that other, of living, we know how to live in conjunction mm -hmm. with acting. So, but I was a teacher, and he did other things. He had forty-eight jobs before he became Sterling. Has been around a long. Viola Davis has been around a long, oh my God. long time. You know, she's she fought hard. So, and Angela, she trained at Yale. You know, so we got the training in New York 
while we were working other jobs. You know, Roberta Flack was a teacher. You know, wow. yeah. You know, and, and as you're talking, together, but yeah. I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend acting. I wanted to be a teacher. No, I was gonna make. I was gonna be a fabulous teacher. I was. You were. So, yeah, but I happened to be funny. Who knew? So what was the what was the thing that made you say I'm going to do this for a living? Um, I, I went to the high school of music and art, and a friend of mine, Lynn Pinnell, we were in ninth grade, and or tenth grade, and she took me with her to acting class down at the Henry Street Settlement on the Lower East Side in New York City, and I was with her, and she said, "Well, come on in." I went to acting class, and I never left. It took me five years before I would perform in front of people. I was so shy, but once I got my training. I started getting job after job after job and I didn't have time to teach anymore. That's, you know, wow. how it, and I enjoy it immensely. And now, you know, I'm a career woman, you know, but I always was, and I still love to teach. I love to teach young people and anybody who wants to learn, no matter how long it takes, you know. Do you have hope that we are, uh, you know, I feel like we're in the age of ignorance. You know how they have these ages in, in history. You know, I was like, this is gonna a hundred years from now they're gonna be like, that was the age of ignorance, you know. That period. Well, I don't want to call no names, but there was the age of the ignorant, if you know what I mean. But um, the word, that word uh, might be harmful to some people, but I know what you mean. The unknowing, I like to say, because they really don't know. You know, they really, I'm, and I didn't know. I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down because I, I have to work on that. That's one thing I have to work on. Yeah. You know, you was growing up be like, get your ignorant ass on. You know, you, you hear that and I don't want to have those negative, but I know what you're saying but they really don't know. But, you know, I didn't know what transgender meant. It took me three years to understand it. And I'm intelligent, but I didn't know what it actually was until somebody broke it down to me. You know, and people got it. It's like rap. People didn't get it. I got it right away. You probably got it right away, but you can see the future of it. It's, it's telling a story, but it takes people time to learn when they don't get it. When you don't get it, you know, some stuff I still don't get, you know, like tacos and tamales. I don't get that. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't eat tomorrow. I don't get it. I don't understand. What, what don't you get? <laughs> I don't know why y'all like them. I don't talk about it. Crunchy. It's got the, the, the meat in it. And the, it looked like it looked like a piece of straw somebody got out the back of something and wrapped it around some meat. I don't understand. See, okay. so but see, but that's you know, but I appreciate others' appreciation for it. See, that's the difference. All right. <laughs> So the love of Jason, the love of Jason. <laughs> I, just, I, don't know. I know, Tamale. Girl, that was just something I thought of. Okay. I, I love it. <laughs> tell me, first of all, why, how'd you get this role of Patricia? And tell us about the, the story and why we should be tuning in to this. It's about a young man navigating dating. And everybody says, oh, and he's a young black man. And he fine, Lord have mercy. And I play his mother. And he's got the women just coming at him, but he wants somebody special, but he doesn't want her to be too special. He wants her to be normal, but he wants her to not be too normal. You know, it's all about the young people and what, cause they have so many options now, you know, especially with the advent of social media, there's so many options and they lie so much. So it's about the women he meets who lie to him and continue to lie to him. And he's searching for the right, the right girl, you know, and I want him to be with a girl to give me some grandbabies. So does, it's about does he find her? All right. I won't give away too much. I'm imagining he, he looking for, it. he gets close, but I don't know if he finds. Yeah. You know, what's weird. I, you know, I grew up when you had to like go out on dates or somebody had to hook, you know, connect you to somebody you meet in a, you know, bar restaurant or grocery store, whatever. Now all of the apps, like 
it, I just, I was talking to somebody I just met and she met her husband on eHarmony. And I was like, another friend of mine just, just got married, met on match. And I was like, that's so weird. And especially now in COVID, I don't know how anybody's connecting because uh, you know, right. it's a pandemic. Well, but but that, costs, that costs money. That's for people with money too. You know, okay. each time you go, you pay more money. You go back, you go out on the date. If that doesn't work, you go again, you have to pay again. You don't just keep going on one that like say it's a thousand dollars wait go, hold on wait back up it is a thousand dollars it depends <laughs> on level if you make a certain amount of money you want a certain level of person you feel me yeah i do for you it would be some money for me yeah go no i agree with it though but I, my girlfriend married her husband they've been married 20 years now years ago and she she met him on match.com and i looked at her i was like uh honey ain't no uh and, and <laughs> another girlfriend of mine She's doing it. So I agree with it. But like I said, but like Tinder, I, I was with my other girlfriend and we, she swiped, she kept swiping. She found him. She loved him. They had a baby. She dumped him. So, but hers was only $25. See? Okay. I mean, I I mean see, I it, was, uh, it was cheaper, but it was in 25 block range. Now when you Tinder, you pay more for when you want, when you want more, you know, if you're in a different um, category of uh, economics, you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Is Jason finding his women through apps or is it? He find them any way he can, but they come on, they, they jumping. Okay. He Cause he's fine. Him. Cause he's oh, fine. And, that, fine. and that's almost it's not based, fair. Yeah. It's based on his real life. The young man, Mr. Terrell. He's so Terrell. He's so child. That's why I took the party so far. No, <laughs> he just wanted me. He just said, you look like my mom's his real mom. So he was, he's a sweet, sweetheart. And we filmed downtown LA. That was an experience. I said, they ain't dating down here. They ain't dating down there. <laughs> <laughs> what is the, the homelessness? What, like what's going oh, yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. We were yeah. Not, yeah, we filmed in the homeless district. I'm talking about in the thick of it. And you know, I've seen it. I, don't get me wrong. I don't, you know, I don't mind. I ain't walking down there, but uh, we were filming in a church and I looked out the window. I saw some soap opera, some soap opera homelessness. They got a whole racket. You know, it oh, ain't the village. It's a city, you know? But we got to help them. And I used to not be that way. I used to call, we used to call them bums when I was growing up, but not no more. It's serious. It's real. So that's another plight that I hope to um, help help with. I really do. Yeah. Um, especially the people are hungry. We were just um, talking about that. And it's just the holidays are here and, you know, folks are depressed from COVID and then they're losing their jobs and then they're, you know, getting kicked out of their homes because they're, they're, they're stopping folks from uh, not having to, you know, they had a moratorium on evictions and, and mortgages. Yeah, it's about to get real in America. And I don't think people are prepared for what's about to happen. No, I don't need, and see, and you got to stay vigilant. Really, really got to really be vigilant. But um, for the love of Jason, it's good to look at. It's um, urban, you know, so you, it'll get, and it's on the Urban Movie Channel, which uh, Bob Johnson, who, you know, was, who sold BET for what, a gazillion dollars. So it's yes. his new, and he's been, it's been around a while, but now it's in, you know, full effect. So it, it, people say, well, where is that? I said, you can find it. It's on a lot of different platforms, but um, it's relatively new, you know, the, the station in terms of, you know, what they're airing. So they have new content, which uh, I'm pleased with, because I had no idea when I took the job that it was, had been around that long. You know, it was a, a radio, it was for radio. And now it's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for visual. Well, I know that you single-handedly will do what you always do, which is to make it hot when you come in. So 
So no, great, 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 great actors. Yeah, they're, and they're really, really good and clever. And like I said, good looking and the story's good and funny, of course. But but um, it's almost like for the love of the game, that movie, it has that kind of flavor. Mm. So, you know, it'll make you, yeah, it'll make you feel good too. You know, we like, I like to see, I like to see us kissing and, you know, looking good and stuff like that. We don't, it sounds so common, but we don't get to see enough of it, you know. Black love, black joy, black happiness, black yeah. family. We need yeah, it all. Yeah, we ain't always got to be, what us gonna do? No, you know, we, we can we can stretch out. <laughs> I'm just kidding though, because we need history too. But it's nice. What, what, what else is, is going, what else are you working on? Well, I'm getting ready to start a soap opera. I just talked about it today on the Today Show. Uh, Days of Our Lives. I have not done the soap in I don't know how long. Wait, wait. The Days of Our Lives? The Days of Our Lives. Yes. Like sands through the hourglass? Yes. Like sands through the hourglass of times. These are the days of our... Can you believe it? Yes, I can. A new, a new Black storyline, which is great. They have they have um, a Black actors on there. They've had them for years, so they, they've been in the forefront. But this is a whole other generation, which is fabulous. What do you what role are you playing and when do you when do you appear? Very soon. Before okay. before Christmas. No, no, not before Christmas, right after Christmas. But I, I don't want to talk about the storyline, but I definitely am, am fabulous. You know, I'm I'm uh, you know when you when me, you tell me I am. This is a brand new whole thing. No, when you get there, can you find out like what they give to soap <laughs> opera actors? No, I need to know because they don't age. They like, they, I think they're vampires or something because there were people I was watching since I was a teenager. They looked the damn same. And I'm like, how is this possible? I know this person got to be near 90. I know. They they have longevity though. You notice they do. They do because they're, you know, they keep them propped up. But I'll, <laughs> I'll ask them, honey. But I did yeah. that a long time ago. My first job was a soap opera. Oh, which one? Another World. It's been gone. Okay. Yeah, I was on that. a... I, I did Ryan's Hope, all my you? children. Yeah, oh, no, not me personally. I watched those. That, oh. I was a Channel Seven oh, ABC. Yeah, no, 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 I don't. I won't. I, I can't. I, I'll be horrible at it. I'm, I'm doing. I'm gonna stay in my lane. You, you got your lane. I'm gonna stay in my lane, Jackie. And I'm gonna watch for the love of Jason. I'm gonna find it on UMC. UMC. Yes. Okay. And yes. do me a favor. Do me a favor. When this all finishes, um. I want to dress up and go somewhere and hang out with you for an evening in LA. Get ready. You better be ready to roll. I roll hard. We, we go five or six that. places. Five or six places. Okay. All right. We I'm going to need... Somebody will drive us. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Promise? Promise. I'm serious. Oh, I'm going to make an LA stop. Okay. Jackie <laughs> Harry, check her out on UMC for the love of Jason and days of our lives, y'all. Hmm. This is going to be amazing. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Bye-bye.